Look, boarding. If it isn't my greatest enemy, it's Patrick. Yeah, it's Jenny. Hey guys, it's Patrick. Hey guys, it's Jenny. Welcome back to Rose Squad Does Riverdale. Oh my god, we haven't uploaded since Christmas Eve. Well, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. We had our On little track. vacation. What? Production had um time off as well. Producers, uh, our whole squad. <laughs> paid leave, baby. I can't wait to make shirts. <laughs> What's going on? What's the tea? New year, new me. New year, new me, baby. Any resolutions? I gotta find the Ozempic. Oh! Hoard as much of that as I can. Let's go to Mexico and get a prescription. Make knockoff Stanley tumblers. God, you'd be a multimillionaire. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the basic Lose bitch stuff. Basic bitch stuff. Lose weight, work out more, be more positive. Read 12 books in 12 months. Loser. Losers. What are you, a nerd? What are you, some kind of nerd? How about you? Ah, lose weight, make money. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Patrick, I need to know your thoughts on our queen, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. What? What are you thinking? What a legend. Good for her. Everything that's going on for her. Love her. I mean, according to her tweets, she is living life, baby. I wonder when she's getting like a new man. Like, a... <laughs> I mean, she's married. She is. She got married in prison. What a queen. I'm just being like a six pack, honey, you know, muscle beach, baby. Well, and I didn't know this, but I guess like they're shooting a lifetime documentary and they've been shooting it like even before her release. Did so we're make... going to get some tea. I think they made some, did they make some like, made for tv movie with her and i heard that the actress was like i don't like her you know the one who played her mom and everyone's like shut the fuck up shut the, get, get out of town like you played her like, tv mom on a like whatever lifetime movie what movie? yeah I you think, don't know what you're talking about i think if it's the one you're talking about it came out a few years ago and i tried watching it i couldn't watch it i was like i can't do this like it was just so shitty i want the real tea well, you know, I hope she's making her coin. I'm sure she is. She's making the media rounds. She was on like what a view. Did uh, you hear? I think like Joy Behar was like, it's okay, honey, or whatever. Like, and then Gypsy Rose was like, well, murder is wrong. <laughs> Joy's like, like, it's okay. <laughs> hey, I don't think anybody blames her. <laughs> I'm really? like, let her go. Like 10 years, that was even too hard. Yeah, it kind of makes you rethink, like, never mind. <laughs> Everything. It's just, <laughs> I think, but like everyone was in collective agreement, like, this girl deserves a second chance. Queen. Yeah. Queen. Can't wait to see what she does next. She'll be like a TikToker. <laughs> you guys, it's also day one of me trying to convince Patrick to Twitch stream Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> I can't believe you played it. I didn't even know. Didn't that come out like five years ago? Literally, I think like 2018 or something. Oh, like people still play that? Jeez. Yeah, people like lose their mind. God. Like crying, <laughs> screaming on the floor. Why, baby? If you guys don't know what Red Dead Redemption 2 is, it's a video game about like a group of outlaws and like their misadventures. Um, 
and it's like, a it's like cowboy GPA GTA Cowboys exactly <clears throat> but people like look at this movie this movie look at this game as like their bible I guess like they're like fault in their stars I don't they're twilight like. no it's fine it's like yeah you know like you form your own cowboy family and stuff but god I didn't know I know well uh Tim uh, was playing it it was like I cry every time baby <laughs> I actually tried to pick wow. it up a few weeks ago and I was like God, it takes like five hours to get into it. Like, God, <laughs> bored. Bor- boring. If you don't like instant gratification, this is not the game for you, that's for sure. Like, slowly walking. It's very realistic, but... Yeah. Like, Bunch of side quests. Just do Roblox and Minecraft, Minecraft and GTA Five. So good. Well, you guys, we're here to talk Riverdale. We're on season two. Episode 11, Chapter 24, The Wrestler. Oof, we're back, we're, baby. We're, we're back. back, baby. On Did you look up The Wrestler? No, is that, I know it's a movie. Is that the one with um, Jeff? Didn't the guy win the Oscar for it? Mickey Rourke. I don't Mickey think Rourke. he won the Oscar, but I think he was nominated. And I, like, I watched that movie. It was so boring. Because everyone was talking mm-hmm. about it. They're like, this is Mickey Rourke's comeback, baby. I was like, I mean, it was fine. It was just a snore war. There's like, I just with this movie and later in the episode, I'm like, there's nothing more boring than watching people wrestle. I'm like, <laughs> thank you. I'm like, I really don't care. Thank you. And then like later on in the episode, they mentioned Foxcatcher. Do you know what that's about? Is that the one, like the Vietnam movie? I don't oh, that's know. A deer, that's a deer hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if there's a... It's the one that's like, Didi Mao, Didi Mao, and like they're playing Russian roulette. No, I don't a, think so. I've never seen it. With Robert De Niro, it, and um, they're doing The Simpsons, they parody it, where they're like, you know, they're you know, they playing Russian. This is a famous scene. Yeah. It, totally it, different it, than the Foxcatcher. Literally, it's like, Foxcatcher is based on the real-life struggle of corruption in pursuit of the wrestling Olympic gold. And I think it's like, um, it was like Steve Carell's, like, first role in like a dramatic movie and boring boring yeah that clearly his dramatic role didn't really take right sounds fascinating i think like chatham tannings that tannum chatings in it too whatever his name is charming taint man charming taint man (laughs) i was like okay we're really on the wrestling theme but anyway um we got your thoughts on gypsy rose anything else no i mean I'm ready to just, I'm excited to be back. I was like, I needed the episode recap on this one because I was like, I have no idea what's happening anymore. Right? I was like, like, where did we leave off? Like, is our Jughead and Betty still together? I can't, they're always, they're always so off and on, right? (laughs) You don't know what's with them one day to the next. (laughs) But alas, you guys, we're back. Let's get to our previously on. Okay. Archie is commissioned by the FBI to investigate Hiram Lodge. The South Side has come to Riverdale High, and Chick has come to live with the Coopers. Ooh. Did you get a haircut? No. Oh, it looks good. And I'm so happy. Uh, I was like, at least we're coming back to a Chick storyline. Like, we're right into it. Thank <laughs> the best, God. The best goddamn storyline. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was like, I was worried this would be like kind of a filler episode, but I love, this is a good episode. We got a lot of chick background. All right, guys, we get our classic Juggy VO. 
one week after Riverdale High's absorption of its South Side's counterpart, and everything came back to the same. Oh, no, no, I messed that up. <laughs> what? I'm already effing up. One week after Riverdale's High's absorption of its South Side's counterpart, and everything was the same, and nothing was the same. Oh, shut up, Jughead. It's the same. Take Archie. <laughs> Take Archie. On the surface, he's getting ready for basketball tryouts, but underneath, he was churning. And I wrote, ooh, I don't like that word. Churning. <laughs> Chur- my stomach is churning. Is it one of those words like moist or? It just makes me think of a GI issue, like a running to the toilet situation. Or a bubbly cauldron churning. <laughs> exactly. Like a churning, like you're in a meeting, but everything's churning inside of you because of the Taco Bell from the night before. <laughs> Archie was churning, you guys. His life was in chaos. Meanwhile, the town was prepared to honor its founding father, General Augustus Pickens. So we cut to a classroom and Cheryl is giving like an oral history presentation. She tells us that each year we honor the memory of General Pickens. But Jughead tells us, if you know, oh no, no, no. Cheryl tells us, the real truth is that it was her great, great, great grandpa happy Colonel Blossom who bankrolled General Pickens which led to his discovery of Riverdale which is why she believes it should be called Blossom's Day which I thought was really funny so we cut to Fred and Archie's house and we have the lodges Mayor McCoy Sheriff Keller and they're all like discussing business I don't even know and the lodges well they're talking about Pickens Day and the lodges want to make Pickens Day like a big celebratory event like a carnival type celebration and McCoy calls them out she's like you just want to turn Pickens Day into commercial for your Sodale project yeah they're like because they're like the whole town is upset that the schools are like integrating and all that shit. But I'm like, like, let's give them something positive to focus on, like our neighborhood. I'm like, why who who would care about this? Like a construction project? That'd be annoying as hell. Who gives a shit <laughs> about picking? How does that solve anything? How about a new neighborhood? That's something great. I'm like, God. We do know that the people of Riverdale are pretty fickle, though, so they'll fall for any sort of like distraction and forget literally what just happened but you guys veronica is sitting at the table too remember she is a part of lodge industries as of a few episodes and veronica tells us this event it's meant for the north side and the south siders to come together of course i'm like can you imagine the bloods and the crips coming together for like a town barbecue (laughs) everything's fine really fine but sheriff keller he's skeptical he tells us the serpents are wild cards. They're unpredictable. And Hiram is like, look, I've, I've totally figured it out. I've offered to hire them as security to the event. I'm like, what? Security from what? <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a pretty high chance of violence. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty likely with this town of drunks. And just like, the, yeah, exactly. They're just... So Fair you're, point. <laughs> you're, you're from the South Side and I'm drunk. You're a South Sider. I'm a North Sider. Oh my God, I wish we got that. But anyway, suddenly Archie walks through the door. He's off, he's all sweaty. He's obviously like been practicing for basketball. And he's like, hey guys, what you talking about? And they're like, oh, nothing. Like, we gotta go. <laughs> I read, I was like, Archie's like, 
Are you guys planning a surprise party for me? Because I don't like surprises. It was very scary last time. <laughs> I forgot how we troll the shit out of Archie. <laughs> but, but anyway, everyone gets up and Archie's like, hey, Mr. Ledge. And Hiram is like, get the hell out of my way, asshole. Which made me laugh. So we cut to the Coopers. And remember, the Coopers are like the all-American family that has like a five-course breakfast meal and shit. So they're at the breakfast table and Hal is like, so chick, how long do you plan on staying with us? And Alice is like, for as long as he needs Hal. And Hal is like, well, I'm just trying to plan my life, Alice, since we aren't getting answers about anything. Bready, Bready, Betty brought you here all bloody. Why? And chick is like, look, the person who attacked me, Marcel, he runs the hostel and he books clients for us. And I wasn't in the mood to work. And Hal is so confused. He's like, what kind of clients? I'm like, how do you guys not know like what client, like what do you think they're like at a, at a board meeting? I don't know. Like, obviously he's a prostitute. Like <laughs> the clients who beat me up and my boss, like my pimp or exactly sex trafficker or whatever <laughs> they're just like they're so confused they're like are you are you selling amway are you selling like are you a, an architect right they're like we don't understand why would your boss have you all bloody when he books you clients and you didn't want to feel like working that night and they know there's like cameras in his like previous anyway chick is like i can tell you about um i can tell you about my clients I can also show you my scars, too. <laughs> oh, my God, this kills me. And Betty's like, chick, I have scars, too. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? I know. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> can I say this? Yes. She's like, I have scars, too. Little crescent moons. And the parents are just, like, watching this. And I'm like, wouldn't they be like, what the fuck? You have crescent moon scars? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you're yeah. so right it's like yeah from digging my fingernails into my palms and the parents are just like sipping their coffee and i was like whatever and i'm like wouldn't wouldn't you be like what the what is happening what you're is like, this what scars are you talking about betty oh like, my god you're covered in scars like this is very concerning i feel like hal and alice are like hung over as shit too they're just like <laughs> their life is such a nightmare i mean you're right alice is just like the very much like oh, we're all American family. We ignore all our problems. And like, but Which still, it's just note, like... She's like, who wants syrup on their pancakes? <laughs> exactly. So we cut to Archie and the FBI agent he's been talking to. And he's like, uh, the agent kills me. He's like, hello, I am still a very serious FBI agent. And here are some papers ensuring your father's immunity against the high rooms, against the lodges. And Archie is like, this is nuts, man. They were just planning a party at my house. And Agent Adam's like, who? And then Archie like tells who was there, except of course he leaves like Veronica out. And at, um, Archie's like, I just want to get through this bullshit and like get back to my life as like a sophomore or whatever, like a junior, like playing basketball. And Agent Adams is like, listen, do you have any relationship with Hiram? And Archie's like, no, he effing hates me. Like, <laughs> literally thinks I'm a dumbass and Adam's like look you need to establish tr trust with Hiram and get in his inner circle to bring him down 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 <laughs> so we cut to the high school we're in like 
their hangout room. What would you call that? I don't know, like the student lounge. Quad. Student lounge. I couldn't think of the freaking word for the library. <laughs> and Betty's like showing a picture of Chick to Ronnie and Kevin. And Ronnie's like, wow, he's quite a looker. And Kevin's like, huh, he's smoking hot. I think I know him somewhere. And did you see the picture of him? No. It's like the worst picture anyone could have ever taken. It's, he's like, uh, <laughs> like mid frame. Like, I was like, you couldn't have picked a more flatter. Anyway, Kevin is like, he looks so familiar. Like, but I just, I can't place him. And Jughead is like, from your adventures in the woods. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you, why are we bringing up Kevin's like sex life? But I guess anyone can talk about it. But alas, they all want to meet him. But Betty is like, he still needs to like get acclimated. And Ronnie is like, I have a great idea. Why don't you bring the omen to pick and stay? And of course, Jughead and Ronnie start like bickering about the serpents working security when Tony walks in the background. And Jughead is like, ooh, I gotta go. And Betty looks on in like jealousy, like, oh, <laughs> what do you two have planned? And this I'm sure is when you and me were like, wait, are they together? I can't even remember at this point. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, Jughead is like, well, I'm going to interview her grandfather, who is the oldest living serpent for the, his for Jughead's like oral history report. So sorry, I had like, to look up the picture. I, just, I was like looking up the picture of Chick. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the shittiest picture. So we cut to Ronnie and Archie in the hallway and Archie's like, I get the feeling that your daddy doesn't like me. And Ronnie is like, oh, yeah, he fucking hates you. Well, you don't speak Spanish. You don't, you know, you're my boyfriend. And Archie's like, please, baby, please tell me how I can be your daddy's best friend. And Ronnie is like, well, you know, daddy was a star wrestler back in his day. And now he currently bankrolls the old team or the whole team. And he wants to watch. And he's watching tryouts for some reason. And Archie is like, wow, that's so weird. But I totally want to try wrestling this year. Um, so obviously, like, Archie's going to try out for the wrestling team while Hiram looks on for some reason. I'm the whole time, I'm like, who the hell is super into wrestling? It's just like, oh, my, it's the whole thing is just, ugh. It's so weird. It's just, I don't know. Maybe he really, Mark Consuelos, I'm sure, played wrestling back. It's just an excuse to get Mark Consuelos, like... Down and dirty, baby. I guess they couldn't really do like a like a basketball like naked shot. I guess I don't know. Yeah, this is anyway. a very homoerotic uh, episode. By the very, way. <laughs> very like dominating and submitting. And yeah, it's, it's all about dominating, dominating, and knowing your opponent and shirts off. And I'm like, and watching men, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Which we will circle back to in a couple of scenes. So we cut to Juggy and he's interviewing Tony's grandpappy and we learn about the Yucatana tribe that used to live on Riverdale's land, or well, used to live on this land, but they were slaughtered by General Pickens who raided this land, which is obviously now Riverdale. And obviously like Jughead is pissed that there's like a statue of this man, that we honor this man. Um... But of course, Tony's like, oh, well, Jughead's like, how did we not know this? I'm like, how did you guys not know this? Like, how do you not understand like how this land most likely came to be in history? Like, does, does it take a genius? But 
alas. Tony tells us history's been whitewashed. We're in Riverdale. Like, of course, like this was a huge cover up. So we get a little like side plot of Ronnie trying to get, I wrote the OC cat dolls, trying to get the pussycat dolls to play at Pickens Day for some reason. But Mayor McCoy walks in and she like immediately shuts the shit down real quick. It's obvious she's very catty towards Ronnie. She doesn't want her working with the lodges. Like she's, she's shutting this down. So we get to the Coopers and Betty gets a call from Kevin and she's like, hey, Kev, what's up? And in the background, like Chick and Alice are looking at like baby photo pictures. And Kevin goes, I remember how I know Chick. He's a video gigolo, a webcam boy, a cyber trick. And Betty is floored. She looks on in horror at the man who is her brother. And I'm like, this must have been pre-only fans because this is... <laughs> This being a sex worker is so like blase, like whatever now, but like I'm sure 2016 it was more like (gasps) (laughs) he's a cyber trick. (laughs) I know, I think oh, we can talk about it later, but anyway, I'm like, I love how Kevin's like casually just watching porn, it like pops. I'm like, Kevin, don't do that (laughs) in public, has it open. And we see like Chick's webpage, and it's just like a shitty old MySpace page. But yeah, it's just really funny how they're like, what? Like he's like a drug dealer or something. I don't know. Well, I'm about to say it now, but Betty's like, later she's like, I want to learn more. I'm like, it's all over the place, honey. Like, like, oh, honey, you can YouTube <laughs> it at this point. So it's like a wiki how, like tutorials. <laughs> totally. A TikTok video you can watch. Literally, I'm 100% sure. So we cut to Mistress Lodge, our Hermione. And did you see what she was eating? No. She was eating half a grapefruit with a cherry on top. I was like, what a skinny legend. I'm looking at a picture. It's like in a crystal bowl, like half a Yes. Or at least like you a quarter her. of that. She's totally on Ozempic Queen. I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying the character would be like the first in line to get Ozempic, baby. <laughs> but anyway, Ronnie walks in and she's like, you know, Mayor McCoy was a huge bitch to me last night. And I don't really understand why. And basically Hermione is like, oh, Mayor McCoy fucking hates us. And, and but she needs us. And but, you know, if she's a bitch to you again, like I'll talk to her. I just wrote, I'm like, Ronnie walks in. It's like, hey, mom, can you go fuck up Josie's mom? <laughs> She was like, <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie just has her way. It's like, oh, you know, she was just kind of a B to me. Can you go F her up? Right. Teach her some manners. Okay. So we cut to wrestling tryouts. And of course, Hiram is there for some reason. He goes up to Archie. He's like, huh, I thought basketball was your sport. And Archie is like, well, I wanted to try something new. And Chuck walks walks up to him and he makes sure to slap Archie's ass, which I thought was really funny. He's like, I'm coming for you, Red, or Gingerbread Boy or something. And he slaps his ass. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) But anyway, the coach walks in and he is so old. I'm like, sir, why aren't you retired? But anyway, he's like, everyone break up into pairs and Archie gets paired up with Kevin and gets his ass handed to him in front of Hiram Lodge. So it's like super embarrassing. Wait, missed the best part. So he's like, you know, this is Hiram Lodge. He's a legend. He's also known as the Ram. And I'm like, oh, you know where this is going. The Ram Ranch. 
it always it always circles back to ram ranch baby <laughs> look you know Hiram's doing lots of ramming down at ram ranch a <laughs> <Our> star rammer <laughs> Did you see later on in the episode, he had a shirt that said the Ram? I did. <laughs> I was looking it up, and I guess that's the name of the wrestler in the movie. His name is the Ram. Oh, well, <laughs> like I said, it always comes back to Ram. <laughs> it's much like I hate it. It's always about Ram Ranch. It's always. So we cut to a little bit later, and Kevin's telling Betty about, like, owning Archie's ass, and he's like, you know, it felt so good to own Archie, even though he has the physique of a 1970s porn star. And Betty's like, speaking of a porn, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Speaking of porn, you know, I, I now that she knows like who Chick is, she's like, I brought him home to find out who he was and now to find out he's a webcam boy. How do I even talk to him about this? And I'm like, Betty, you don't. Like, just don't even, why would you bring that up to your brother? Just ignore it. Just ignore it. He's a grown ass man. Like he can, he can do whatever he wants. And in walks Jughead Jones. And he's like, hey, Betty, I just wanted to run this story by you. It's about the slaughter of the Yucatana people. Um, uh, And we learn like, we learn like through Jughead's research. He's like Blossom hired Pickens to kill 400 innocent Yucatana people rob them of their land and obviously like claimed Riverdale. And of course, Jughead parallels this to the serpents being forced um, into like the North side. So he's, he's really projecting onto this history lesson. I'm like, this is where I was like, this episode is such as like a Simpsons ripoff, like where the Lisa's trying to bring down Jeopardize Springfield. Oh my God, you're right. But then I'm like, Wait a minute, this is all of American history where we're all finding out now that everyone was just all pieces of shit. All oh, everyone was just a horrible, terrible person. So we cut to Ronnie. She she walks in, she sees Archie, he's practicing guitar, and she's like, Hey, I heard you really sucked at wrestling tryouts. But and Archie's like, Well, Kevin's gonna work with me. But Ronnie's like, you know, like if that, that doesn't work, how about we like play music at Pickens Day because for some reason my dad would love to see you play music with me and they start making out (laughs) (laughs) the making out is like pretty gratuitous it's so it makes me cringe I'm like sure the man who loves wrestling is gonna love watching you sing that makes sense oh it'll just directly just be as equally impressive to Hiram for some reason So we cut to the Coopers and Chick storms in the house. He's incredulous. He's like, Betty, Marcel threw out all my shit, my laptop, my camera, my whips, my bleep. And he's like, I need that stuff to survive. That's my entire life. That's how I make money. And Betty is like, well, my mom said you could stay here as long as you want. You don't have to worry. And he's like, you don't fucking get it, dumbass. Like, you think this is long term? If you believe that, you're even crazier than I thought, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a quick scene of Jughead, like, calling Hiram. And he goes, hey, hey, Hiram. I was just calling about General Pickens' massacre of the Yucatana tribe and stole the land and you're building on their land. Do you want to comment? And Hiram is like, fuck, and hangs up. I don't know why I love this scene so much because he just like 
he's sitting in his study and then he has like this rotary phone that's like bring bring and i'm just like who is this how'd you get this number why do i even have this phone? <laughs> like, why would that phone have like a speaker phone too like <laughs> hello this is our it's like again it's like mr burns sitting there and just like who is this what's happening <laughs> who are you what's happening Hello. You guys, Jughead is always the thorn in Hiram's side, though. I know, earlier I'm like, uh-oh, Jughead's upset about something. Uh-oh, oh. it's coming after Hiram, the thorn in his side. The thorn in his side, baby. High school newspaper versus, like, criminal business mafioso. Literal murderer, criminal ex-con against a high school junior on the story. Tale as old as time. So we got to Betty, she's pacing her room and she's like, wait a minute. So she like goes through her drawers. She finds like some old shitty laptop. She walks out of her room. She leaves it in front of Chick's door. Chick takes it, takes the computer back into his room without to saying thank you, which I thought was so rude. 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 I would have beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Come here, you little twerp. <laughs> So we cut to Ronnie and Archie. They're playing stupid fucking music in her room. And I'm like, if I ever have a kid, they aren't playing any sort of music. Can you imagine hearing this shit all day? <laughs> and you... Ooh, baby, you're my baby. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. I did it end. All the enjoyment. Patrick, you keep singing that song, oh you guys. Oh my god, Billy Eyelash. <laughs> what was I made for? But anyway, Hiram walks in the door and he's like, what the hell are you guys doing in here? And Archie's like, oh, uh, we could take it to the living room. And <laughs> this is kind of funny. Hiram is like, oh no, you guys are fine actually. You know, after watching you today, I know that you're a total wussy pussy you know don't have any chance really with my daughter and i'm not worried at all about you two alone and listen not everyone can wrestle it takes a certain kind of man and hiram's like there's nothing wrong with you admitting you're a little bitch and just how singing with the pussycat dolls is just made for you <laughs> like who talks to people <laughs> and ronnie's like dad that's not ronnie uh, archie's very strong he's a wonderful man and I find him incredibly sexy when he sings. I was like, who says that to her dad? I know. Made me so uncomfortable. And then Archie starts making out with Ronnie in front of her dad. Again, like the gratuitous makeout. I, this is so much wrong with this. It's like, it's like dick waving, small dick energy. It's like all the dads, it's like, it's like she'll always, it's like Oedipus, like she'll love me. And it's like, well, I got her and watch this, dad. And it's just like, oh my God, what is happening? You're so right. It's very like Oedipus, like Marky like Terry, Terry, like oh, dominating other men. Yeah. We talked about this like last season, like how um, Hermione and Ronnie like fight for Hiram, but now it's like Hiram and Archie fighting for Ronnie. It's really weird. And I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, this is like, 16 year old romance like it's like i think hiram brings it up later but it's like you know this will pass and whatever we'll see but it's like yeah it's also 16 year olds like yeah, why why are we 16 doing year olds this? break up all the time like this is very like ugh. 
this is a blip in the radar of like the grand scheme of life. Like, why are we anyway? So um, <laughs> Archie's like, well, I better get home and practice some moves that Kevin showed me. I'll see you at tryouts tomorrow, Mr. Lodge. So again, like Patrick said, it's like this whole wiener waving contest for who's the top dog, I guess. So we cut again to the Cooper breakfast table and Hal is like, "Do you? I love this. He's like, do you know who used to sit there, chick? Our daughter, Polly. Now you sit in her chair, sit in her bed, shit in her toilet. And now you're just a void filler. That's the only reason why you're here. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> why, are we, why are we still going on about this? But again, like, I, I understand how being like, why is this stranger in our house, rent-free, eating our food, sitting at our table? And Chick is like, listen, I don't expect to be here for free. And I never have. And that's, that's kind of the end of the scene. I mean, fair point to how it's like, why do we have this like drug addict looking male prostitute? Like Chick is like skinny guy, like his cheekbones are just like, he cut glass with it. I'm like, what is happening? Why is this happening in my house? Yeah, like if he's a grown man, he should be able to like rent a room or like rent a hotel room. Like, yeah. Then his like psychotic wife and daughter are like, Chick fucking lives here now. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I just love how Hal just goes, cuts right to the chase. Like he doesn't like him. He'll never will like him and he wants him the F out of his house. Okay, so we're back to wrestling tryouts and we're starting with the fireman's carry, which I guess is the Ram Hiram Lodge's signature move. And of course he asks for a volunteer and he picks Archie and he owns his ass. And that's about it. Which he doesn't do the fireman carry at all. I'm like, I know, I thought the fireman carry was like just a... Freaking fireman carry. It's like you put him over your shoulder, right? Like, and you spin him around and suplex him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> there was, but they do like I don't know, there's some complex move that obviously I don't understand. But he owns Archie's ass. So we cut to Tony, and she's pissed. She's reading Jughead's article out loud to Jughead, and she's like, "You are using my grandfather for your weird vendetta against the North Side." And Jughead is so rude. He's like, he wrote, the current serpents or whatever descendants are too old and beaten down to fight back for themselves. And she's like, my grandfather isn't like beaten down, you asshole. Like he's not some prop to be used by you to like social justice warrior. She's like, I get it. You hate the North side. They asked you to be security and that really triggered you for some reason but you know this wasn't your story to tell i was like ah, good for tony for calling him out for being an asshole yeah that last line was kind of a di- like they're too old and feeble so you must fight for them like right oh fuck you jugged <laughs> it's not your fight bitch. so we cut to mary mccoy she's obviously read the article because the parents read the high school f- newspaper for some reason um and she's like I don't want you perf- to she's talking to Josie she's like I don't want you performing at this bullshit like what if there's a riot and Josie's like but mom I promised Ronnie that I would perform and Bear McCoy is like oh, listen Josie I have to tell you that Veronica and her parents they use people to do their bidding and their business 
and I'm sucked into it, but I don't want you to have any part of it, part of it, part of it. So we cut to Ronnie, she's singing some stupid song and Josie storms in and she's like, so this was your plan all along, huh, Ronnie, to use me during Pickens Day. I don't know what's happening with you and your family, but I won't let you manipulate me. So I will not perform with you, bitch. And she's like, my mom may have to do what your parents want, but I won't do what you want. And then she calls her a whore and storms out of the room. So we cut to uh, Thornhill or what is it called again? Cherry Hill. Thornhill. Homestead Thornhill. And Penelope is bringing flowers to like um, her ex-husband, now dead husband's grave. And Cheryl walks up to her. She gets her good with this one. She's like, the cameras aren't here, Jackie O, which made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And Cheryl's like, mom, like I read Jughead's article about how grandpappy hired General Pickens to, you know, kill all those people. And Penelope is all of us. She's like, how the hell did you think we got like started here? Like, what do you think? They just walked in, struck up a deal, decided, you know, like this was built on murder. And you know what? Maple is always built on murder. We know that. <laughs> it's Thicker. threaded throughout history. Thicker than blood, buddy. And she, Penelope's like, we had our hands in everything back in the day. Maple farming, railroads, and yes, brothels. The old ways die hard, my child. <laughs> Queen. So we cut to Kevin and Archie in the locker room and Kevin approaches Archie and he's like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you doing wrestling? You've never done wrestling before. And Archie's like, listen, Jug- uh, Jughead, Hiram looks down on me and I want to prove to him that I'm a man and my wiener's strong and big. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like, oh, I totally get it. But I'm like, I'm like, Archie, and Archie's to Kevin's like, hey, could you also not mention how I'm paying for these lessons? <laughs> you know, keep up between you and me. We cut to the Coopers, and Chick comes up to Betty, and he's like, "Why did you give me that laptop? Why did you come back to get me? Everything is a transaction, Betty Cooper. Why do you care? And what do you want?" And Betty is like, "Chick, I have a darkness in me. Uh, again, the fucking darkness in me that I don't understand. And I thought that maybe if you have to, then you could help me make sense of it." I want to know how you make an OnlyFans. And he's like, oh, like, I'll show you. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls it up and like, giving her a tutorial. It's like, (laughs) oh my God. Wow, that was it. This is so easy. Why doesn't everybody do it? (laughs) So inappropriate. She's underage, chick. God. (laughs) But at least she's like, you know, I can can be here and I can like talk about her feelings. And chick's like, oh, no, no, no. Fuck that. Like. No, 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 that's not... No, I don't want... To... God, no. I... Ah, what is wrong with you? an idiot. <laughs> okay, so we cut to Archie, and he is confronting Hiram Lodge, and he's like, Hiram, why don't you like me, baby? And Hiram is like, huh, you don't know? You haven't figured it out? You're even stupider than I thought. Your dad went to the bone zone with my wife. And I'm like, ah, that's a good point. I'd probably be part of us too. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're not worthy of my daughter. You're an idiot. And Archie's like, Archie is like, look, I care for Ronnie while you were in prison. Mm -hmm. I watched out for your wife and for Ronnie. 
just at that moment, Ronnie storms in and she's like, what the hell is going on? I can't stand the two of you fighting, fighting, fighting. So we cut to the next morning. It's 5.30 a.m. And Archie gets a call from Hiram, the Ram Lodge. And they go on a run together for some reason. They get some disgusting looking breakfast. It's like mushroom, egg whites, and spinach. Like grits. or So gross. And of course, they start talking wrestling. It's dominating, submitting. Um, yeah. How they're going to be boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, he's like... He's basically like, yeah, this is why I love wrestling so much. It's like business. You got to dominate and know and study. I'm like, it's not that at all, whatever. Shut up. But, you know, he's like, I'm going to tolerate you and that's it. And then, you know, this is a phase of my daughter's life, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I'll just let you exist. And that's it. That's it. You're not my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Boyfriends come and go. But fathers are forever. It's like, okay. Okay, Oedipus Rex. Yeah. So we cut to Ronnie and she's talking to Hermione and being pissy about the whole like Josie Mary McCoy situation. Um, and I I don't know what I wrote here. Oh, I wrote, if Josie and McCoy don't like them, then fuck them. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Jughead talking to grandfather Topaz and Jughead apologizes, but he's also pissed and Grandfather is like, listen, you opened up an old wound and something has to be done to heal it. Grandpa wants revenge. I wrote, I don't like this. So again, we cut to wrestling tryouts. It's the last day. And of course, Hiram invites Ronnie to watch to hopefully see Archie get his ass handed to him. And of course, first up on the mat is Mr. Andrews against Chuck. But you guys... Chuck is in a higher weight class. Isn't that cheating? I don't like this. But I love that also how there's like a full crowd, like a full stadium of people. The whole town. <laughs> Do you know how boring these shit. things are? Like, ah, boring. Did you hear the music? No. <laughs> it's like, watch me, watch me do this, baby. I got a lot to say. Please forgive my mistakes, baby. <laughs> This guy, you guys, this is where we get like a two minute wrestling match, and it's like, oh god, like I really do not care. I just like turn my I, brain off. I'll be honest, I fast forwarded through it because <laughs> so I don't care. And you guys, of course, Archie wins. But I loved the music. <laughs> so watch me, watch me do those, baby. I got a lot to say. Please forgive my mistakes, baby. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? But this is again, it's like Archie's like pinning Chuck, but he's making eye contact with Hiram and then like very exactly. homoerotic. And it's just like he's literally like pinning Chuck while staring at Hiram. I was like, can what's happening? You two need to figure your shit out. <laughs> so we cut to the Coopers. It's Pickens Day, and it'll be their first outing as a family, including Chick. I almost wrote Chuck, including Chick. But of course, Hal is like, nah. I got some stuff to do around the house. So we cut to Pickens Day. It looks fun. There's like funnel cake. There's a popcorn machine. There's a stage. And Hiram approaches Archie and shakes his hands. And he's like, congrats on your win. Come by the Pembroke tonight. We should talk about some things. You guys, what are you going to say? Oh, I, I was going to say like, congrats on your win. Maybe I should take you to my ranch sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Archie's like, that's not fun. Are there ponies? 
yes. But you guys, Hal shows up at Pickens Day and he is pissed. He storms up to Alice and the kids and he goes, listen, I walked into Chick's room and I found his OnlyFans on his computer. He has to go. He's a prostitute. But Alice is like, get the hell out of here, Hal. I will throw you out. I've done it before. So Hal like storms off. But Penelope Blossom is looking on. So Fred gets up on stage and he introduces Veronica and the Pussycat Dolls. So we get a shitty song that I fast forwarded. (laughs) And all of a sudden, Tony and the serpents show up with signs, picket signs, and duct tape on their mouths for some reason. And they're pissed. This land we're standing on, it's stolen. We must honor the Yucatana tribe. And Hiram's like, oh, shit. So he runs up on stage. He takes the mic. And he's like, "Uh, I'm so happy that the serpents are here to uh, protest and share their voices on this land that will soon be Sodale. And the crowd goes wild. They're like, Sodale, Sodale, Sodale. (laughs) This is where I was like, again, yeah, I'm like, the talent is very impressionable. It's like the last person to speak is like who they're convinced of. It's like, like what he said like, didn't make any sense. He was like, I congratulate the young people for protesting. And that's why I'm building this project <laughs> for the young people. And they're like, and they're like, what the fuck? And, like, what? <laughs> and the servants are like, what? How did that work? <laughs> <laughs> like half the talent is just wasted. They're like, yeah, I like that guy. take your tap up (laughs) the serpents need to like reorient their strategy here it's like it's like when cats watch a ball going back and forth like that's how the people of riverdale are they're like just the shiniest (laughs) new thing like (laughs) so funny he he did that i'll give him that (laughs) so we cut to hal he's eating a snow cone and penelope walks up behind him and she goes hi hal Let's get you a proper dessert. Looks like you could use some company. Ew. (laughs) We cut to the Coopers and Chick is like, Betty, I have a confession to make. I totally walked in on your room while you were sleeping. I was like, it'd be at that moment we would be dead. And he's like, look, I understand why I did that now. Why I was watching you sleep for hours on end. I webcam to make money. Farting on you. crop dusting your room (laughs) (laughs) and he's like i webcam to make money but i also do it to escape to pretend i'm someone else it's a way of getting from the darkness i feel inside of me and that i know i you goddamn feeling you too and betty is like can you show me how to start my own only fan oh this is when they start betty's like website i guess (laughs) she wasn't like Wait, you were watching me <laughs> while I was sleeping? But yeah, like Chick is like, oh, it's fun to pretend to be someone else. And Betty's like, I also like to pretend to be other people. And I'm like, you know who I like to pretend to be, Jenny? John Betty. Wayne Gase. <laughs> hey, Gase. It's John hey, Wayne Gase. <laughs> He's back. You thought he was dead? <laughs> hey, guys. It's John Wayne Gacy. Hey, guys. You want to see my clown show? <laughs> 
oh, he's one of those serial killers that, that makes me just, oh, just so, oh, just so triggering. Just any picture of him, it's, it's God. Oh, God. And with that voice, you're all, t- hey guys, it's John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> so good. So with a stroke of a few keys, a dark education of Betty Cooper began. And so did the criminal apprenticeship of Archie Andrews. So Hiram and Archie are talking. It's later on that day, obviously. And he's like, listen, Archie, I want to get into business. Maybe one day. Oh, no, no. Hiram's like, so Archie, what do you want to do with your life? You want to do this stupid music stuff? And Archie's like, well, no, now I want to get into um, construction. I am so stupid. I wrote construction as (laughs) C-O-N-S-T-R-U-C-K-T-I-O-N. Construction. Hiram is like, well, would you like to be my intern to learn business? Archie gets a call from Agent Andrew, but he ignores the call. Archie wants to learn business from Hiram, the Ram Lodge. However, we see the next morning that General Pickens Monument's head has been taken, decapitated, disgraced. I wrote, who cares? But obviously Hiram is like, isn't this something the serpents would do? Cut. Wow. That was a fun one. Todd, we're back, baby. We're back, baby, better than ever. The fans oh. missed us. Riot on the streets. Riot on the streets. Riot on the streets. Well, but you know, I do have an idea. We will be doing like holiday episodes from from uh, from now on. I made an executive decision. We need to find a Valentine's Day one. There has to be some horror. President's Day. Saint Pat. Saint Patrick's. <laughs> You know what we're doing for that? Leprechaun. Yep. I knew it. <laughs> the iconic. Love day. Fourth of July. Labor day. Whew. Whew. It's been an honor. It's been a privilege. We are back and better than ever. Will you join me next time for Riverdale season two, episode 12, chapter 25? I will. You guys, you know what happens when you step on a serpent? It bites back.